Legacy Maker, the All Sports Network, presents a Sertoba Media production where the struggle is real to be awesome. Five, four, three, two. The wait is over. So you're giving it to Dale Earnhardt Jr. because he piggybacked off of his dad's name. The because only difference is because there was a junior at the end and not a yes, senior. Yes, yes, and, okay. because, and because and because the, 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 the fact is, Drew, point with Oh, my God. <laughs> I had Miami Heat winning last night. I was, I was upset, too, when they lost us with you because of the fact of what you Get your popcorn ready. It's time for the In or Out Sports Debate with your hosts, Hugh Scott of the Wrestling Realm and Drew Willingham. That's right, everyone. We are live with another edition of the Inner Out Sports Debate. I'm your host, Drew Willingham, along with this week's special guest. He is part of the wrestling realm. He is Brother Hugh Scott. Welcome to the show, my man. Oh, hey, what's up? How you doing, Drew? Hey, I'm doing great, man. Got the gimmick going, got the shades rocking oh, yes, and rolling. Sir. I had to bring the brotherhood with me, you know, a little bit of Dwayne Allen right here. Mr. Hollywood BHW right here. And of course. Hey man, I, I love it. I love the website. We got he's a proud wrestling fan. The yes, gimmick sir. shirt that he rocks during his wrestling realm shows. Gotta say, I'm a fan of the show as well. Whenever I can, I try to get up in those comments while you guys are live. I can try to watch it live as much as I can. Sometimes I you gotta go you, back man. and watch the replays. But you guys have got something special going on there. And you just jumped in not too long ago, but we'll get into that here in a second. Before we get into that. I do have to acknowledge what we always do here at the beginning of the show, and that is the previous participants here in the Vault of Fame. Acknowledge me. That's right. That's the Vault of Fame looking back on 38 editions of the Inner Out Sports Debate. Right now, we are in episode 39, which is the first of Double Debate Tuesday. And part of the wrestling realm as well is back with the real Dwayne Allen for episode 40 this evening as well. Here on the Inner Out Sports Debate at 8 p.m., which you can check out us on here on the Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Twitch handles as well as the audio platforms on Apple and Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify, Amazon Prime, Anchor.fm, and you can also download on iTunes. But right now, again, we are here with episode 39 with my man, Mr. Hugh Scott of the Wrestling Realm. And speaking of the Wrestling Realm, how about you take a couple minutes and talk about the Wrestling Realm and some of your ventures outside of that as well? Man, what can I say about the Wrestling Realm? I mean... Just getting an opportunity to work with two of my brothers. You know, I just kind of jumped in there. I was always working behind the scene, doing mostly, uh, you know, media work for them and promotional work for them. But uh, just decided to go ahead and jump on the show for once. And then the chemistry was automatically there. So I just kept it going, kept it going. Um, we have a beautiful thing going on right now. 
But uh, that's enough about the rum. Y'all know about the rum. Y'all gonna hear a little bit more about that a little bit later on. Um, about myself, I'm also known at a hazmat three photos. I do photography, sports, entertainment, mostly professional wrestling, women's professional football. Shout out to my Baltimore Nighthawks. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Shout out to the WFA. Hold on, let me. Let me I, I gotta pull out the merch. Hold on. Baltimore Nighthawks, right there. Make sure y'all go and support them. Yeah, yeah. Do that definitely. And <laughs> women's football doesn't get enough love. They don't. Uh, our team they around don't. here is the is the Richmond Black Widows. So you guys, um, and you actually play in the same league as is our team. So as well, mm-hmm. so you you see the Black Widows there often. So you definitely know a, a lot about that team and a lot about the rivalry within there. Uh, yeah. But you guys have something special going on over there at the wrestling realm, Hugh. And I definitely enjoy every episode I, I get a chance to watch. Um, you guys are like I showed up here earlier. You can check them out here on their Patreon um, as well as at the wrestling uh, for the latest in their merch as well. And again, we will have the real Dwayne Allen here um, later this evening. But right now it is brother Hugh's time here with episode 39. And with that being said, Let's go ahead and take this into round one and see what we got going on with this episode. Round one. And here with round one, take this to the WWE. Speaking of professional wrestling that we talk about, the change within leadership at WWE will go down as the best transition of power in the history of sports entertainment. How do you feel about this, You Are you in or are you out on this? Oh, I'm in on this one. Special for me because uh, ever since I've been here on this earth, all I've known is Mr. McMahon running things, Mr. McMahon running things, and he runs it a certain way. This right here, like, man, this is this is this is mind blowing to me just to be able to see. Like a new era in wrestling or sports entertainment in general. Honestly, I mean, what else can touch it? There, there really hasn't been another uh, transition, a powerful transition in sports or entertainment that I can really think of that can really touch it as of right now. I'm just excited to see what's what's going on next. There's a lot of great things going on, storyline wise. Like I said, I say it all the time on on, on the show. I'm a big production guy. Production wise, is is everything is just running nice and smoothly. So yeah, I'm definitely in on this one. Yeah, I have to agree. I'm in on this as well. It was time. It was time for the shift in power at the WWE. Um, Vince was there for 40 years, 40 years running it because he had got in back in 1982, uh, built WrestleMania to what it was, built professional wrestling to what it was as a whole. Um, you know, he did some things that were outside of the box and did some things that, you know, some would say would stain professional wrestling. However, he did a lot of good for what he did with bad. He did he did more good than bad in professional wrestling. I got to give it up to Vince. Um, he, he now keeps the legacy going with the McMahons continue to carry on the legacy of WWE for now until he sells it, until they sell his shares off and. He does, they decide whatever because they still haven't completely figured that out as a, on paper right now. He still technically owns it, you right? Know, he, right. They, they have it. He hasn't technically sold it yet. So it's right. I look at this kind of like 
the Clippers situation when uh, Donald Sterling or whatnot was being ousted to get out of there. Right. Not quite a, like Jerry Richardson, because this is worse than, than Jerry Richardson. Jerry Richardson was still bad for the Panthers. I would have to say the closest I've seen to, with this would be Donald Sterling losing his power and having to sell the NBA team. This nowhere even close to that as far as like, you know, another it's a different scale of what he did. Right. However, what Bent still did was bad. I, I agree with him stepping down, selling his shares. But with this, at least the transition of power right now, having, you know, Triple H there running the creative and having Stephanie and um, Mr. Khan there, Nick Khan there running the top of running it off as co-CEOs. Stephanie Morside, you know, the business and talent relations and, you know, Nick guy, the numbers guy, you know, it, right. it'll all work out business wise for now until they sell it. I just don't know how it's going to work out when they actually sell it to whoever they sell it to. Man, only time can tell, man. But right now it's, it's lovely. That's all I'm saying. Creatively. Yes. yes. For for the sports fan, for sports entertainer fan, this is what we right. have been craving for quite some time. Somebody that actually knows what in the they're doing behind the wheel to actually you know and triple h knows this because he was a wrestler for up until you know a year or so ago up until he had the heart situation right. he was wrestling up until the pandemic started he had that street fight you know no holes bar whatever it was with randy orton at mm -hmm. wrestlemania when the pandemic first started so i think that was wrestlemania that was around that time it was around that time when he last had his last I match so yeah it was. I know the pandemic. He he had one match during the pandemic, and I, and I don't think it was SummerSlam. I think it was WrestleMania. So um, between that, when you think about where he's been at from that point, wrestling is still doing things for NXT and doing a lot behind the scenes. Then leaving that, then he has the heart issue, kind of going drifting away for a little bit, getting himself together. Stephanie gets a break. They kind of just get a, a some time away, you know, to be the, of the family and do the things they wanted to have more time to do, and they come back. <laughs> blazing saddles ready to rock take over this thing and they're doing great they're running this thing they're great doing right great now. right now they're doing great right now like you said as a fan i'm loving it as someone who covers this stuff as a job as a career i'm loving it even more it's, you know what i mean it's, it's it's just crazy i never thought i would see this honestly vince vince I, strikes me as the person that would never die <laughs> Yeah, like bicentennial right. man or something like I right. robot something man. He's something like, like he, he would never he, leave, but you know, but hey, and this is beautiful, man. That's all I can say. I'm just waiting. I'm eager. He's still lasting because I still we still have uh, probably another minute or so. Something else. So I'll leave this back up here so they know what we're talking mm -hmm. about. When it comes to Vince McMahon, he definitely lasted longer in the business than his father did. I don't yeah, think his father definitely. got to mid seventies because Vince is seventy six or was turning 76 when all this was happening or something like that. I know that his father, it was like 60, late sixties, early seventies. I know that he got in a, a later portion of life. And also Vince, Benny Mac put more into the sport of wrestling, put more into sports entertainment than his dad. His dad it was still a pioneer. His, uh, his father before that Vince's great grandfather, Jess McMahon or whatnot, going back before that they, they all have a, a their, their DNA is all over boxing and sports mm -hmm. entertainment in general. When it comes to the McMahon family, now it's the fourth generation's turn with Stephanie. Shane got ousted. I feel like, right. this was, <laughs> I feel like this was going on behind the scenes for quite some time. Um, with everything, when you look back on what was going on at the Royal Rumble with Shane mm -hmm. and, and all of that drama that was going on with him at, at the Royal Rumble and leading up into WrestleMania, he was supposed to have some big match, but it all got canned because of his behavior supposedly at um, the, the Royal Rumble. When you look back on all that and you think about all that, maybe this was going on behind the scenes for quite some time. 
there were some rumblings, and that was when it all started boiling over at that point of Royal Rumble. What do you think? Yeah, oh, yeah, possibly. I mean, that's the way it seemed, for, for sure. For sure. For Sasha sure. Banks and Naomi walk all, out, all the other stuff's going on. Everything just kind of built up. It just built up until it just overpoured, you know, overran, you know. So it's like, look, I'm happy it happened. Let's move on. I love it. I love it. I love the new transition. I'm just eager to see see what's going on next. And, One and last way, thing. Salute, salute to Vince because he's ahead of his time. Honestly, like you said, he, he has his hand in what sports entertainment is today as a whole boxing, MMA, and whatever else. Like, this guy, he, he was awesome as far as promotion, as far as business. He's an awesome business-minded man. So it's like, salute to him. I don't want to sit here and just trash him. It's a shame that he had to go out the way he went out. But, hey, that guy, that guy is he's, he's amazing. Surprisingly, so we didn't really bash him in this in this topic. We actually got got it done respectfully with with some of the other uh, guests I've had on here and some of our other reactions to some things we've had leading up to that. Maybe not so much. It's probably the most respect <laughs> Vince McMahon has gotten on here. We gave him respect in his due during the other parts, but we that was the most respectful answer we had. But it was his time. This is the best way to put it. It was his yeah. time to go. Um, it, it's time to enjoy retirement. We'll see if he stays out of the limelight. Who knows. Um, but as far as he's is his impact on wrestling, it's insurmountable. It's you, time you to play really, the game. It's up. definitely time to play the game for real. No pun intended. <laughs> but with that being said, let's go ahead and carry it on over to round two, man. Let's see what's going on there. Round two. And here with round two, a baseball team that brother Hugh knows very, very well. Yes, sir. Okay. The Baltimore Orioles have a legitimate shot at earning the third AL wildcard spot this season. How do you feel about this, my man? Are oh, you in or are you God. out on this? I am in. He is in. in okay, there. he's in like four. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I've been waiting for this for a while. Um... A lot of people don't know that I actually work for the, the Baltimore Orioles organization. Um, I'm a cameraman for the, the Bowie Bay Sox. So it, it's, it's crazy for me to see that, see all of the players that I'm shooting on a regular basis come up through the line, come up through the farm system, and finally make it to the league and finally produce. And, and we're, we're making something happen. Nobody expected this at all. You know? And it, it's just... Hey, it's it's a it's a great time to be a Baltimore fan right now. Honestly, like nobody just expected it. Um, you have a nice young co uh, core coming up. We still have what I would say at least five to ten more prospects that's going to come up within the next year or two. So that's only going to make the team a little bit better. Only thing we have to do is uh, go out here and make some more acquisitions, get some veterans on this team, spend a little bit of money, stop being stingy. Once we do that, add them to the squad, get our chemistry together, we're good. We're good. You see where we are right now. Yeah, we're in fourth place in the East. But look, the East is the, the best or, or the worst division to be in in baseball, the AL East we're speaking of. So it's like for them to be competitive in that division, man, we're, we're doing awesome. Above 500 with, with this squad. Man, let's go, man. I'm done. 
Brother Hugh, don't so do this. Don't do this. Short friendship <laughs> that we've had so far. So far in our short friendship, we've gotten through. We've, we've, we've agreed with everything. But I gotta okay, respectfully right, cool. disagree. I'm out, brother. <laughs> My man, the Orioles are 11 games out of the lead in the AL East. The Yankees, even though they've been they've been like 5 and 14 for the month of August and have been terrible, now that they have the curse of the Joey Gallo trade, the Yankees are still on top and they have an 8 game lead over the Tampa Bay Rays right now and they also have an 8 and a half game lead over the Orioles and you are in fourth in the AL East. Yes, I know this is about the wild card standings. And when we look at the wild card standings and we look at that right now, Tampa Bay's got the lead right now over Toronto and Seattle. You are in fourth with two and a half games back. So yeah, it is believable to get in there with two and a half games because right now you are in fourth place in the wild card standings. And there could be, now that they've expanded it, you could get that third spot, but you are two and a half games out of that spot. If the season ended next week, I would definitely have to say, oh, no, no, sir, not happening. Right, right. But when it comes to the way that the Yankees have this firm hold, this firm hold on this AL East it is knocking them all down peg after peg after peg year after year. When was the last time the Orioles won the AL East? When was the last time hey, they won? Hey. When was the last time they hey, went you know to what? the playoffs? Hey, you know what? That doesn't matter. We're talking about the Orioles of today, okay? Orioles magic, two words. That's all. That's all you have to know. Orioles magic. We are here. The chemistry is here. We have something special going on right now, and I say go ahead and push. I go ahead and push. You know, on paper, yeah, we shouldn't be here for sure. But I'm going to ride this wave as long as possible because, like you just said, when has when was the last time we actually been in contention? For the playoffs, what, 2014, 15? It's been quite some time, man. It's been quite some time. I don't I don't have the exact statistic in front of me, but I, I did have at least their current standings. If, like, you know, we're at the end of August, right? So we've got, like, three, four good weeks left in this season before right. we are at the playoffs. Right. So there still is time. They can still go on a run. But when I'm looking at the teams that are in front of them, um, and I'm looking not only that, I'm looking at the teams that are behind them. You got Minnesota, that's only a half a game behind you. Uh, they're playing some pretty good ball. Chicago cool. White Sox have turned it around this season, even though they're just barely above 500. Tony LaRusso was getting his head called for at the beginning of the season with how they started out. That and they're true. only a game behind you as well. And um, and th Boston's only three and a half back. So when you look at those three teams, uh, Boston's definitely a team that can they can go on a run, but I, I doubt it with this type, with this year the way they played. I would say more so between Minnesota being a half a game behind you and then Chicago White Sox being right there as well. You've got a lot to be thinking about as is an Orioles fan right there when it comes to that third wild card spot, and you're not even there yet. So hey, you know, hey, I'm not I'm trying to rub it in. I'm not trying I'm to like you know be. I'm a, the controversial one, so it's like, look, I'm gonna ride with my team no matter what. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey man i'm a commanders fan before that they were a football team before that apparently i can't i'm not even allowed to say the word anymore right. but you know you know how it is before that the word i mean because the lineage is there i got the tattoo of the original uh emblem yes. back yes. before the name change and everything so it's still grandfathered in yes, i'm a sir. fan we can go through that later got a half sleeve <laughs> we'll go into that another time but yes i'm grandfathered in I'm loyal. I'm sticking with the commanders. So I'm a fan of the D.C. area. However, when it comes to baseball, I am an Atlanta Braves fan. Been, th been okay. there, done that since I, I was like that. three, four years old. I can give you so, that. 
the good years and the bad, and even was, with the recent I was, success. So. I was about to see those those, ta- those teams of the nineties. Ooh, ooh, Smoltz, Glavin, and ooh. Maddox. Oh yeah, absolutely loved it. Loved every second of his Nasty baseball teams. Game. Right, playing, and that was during a time where I was playing baseball too. Great oh, time yeah. to be a kid playing baseball and being a fan of the Braves. I tell you what. That was fun. And, and especially with living around here, the Superstation back then, TBS, they were always on. So I think that <laughs> right. might have been what, what, what kind of like, you know, made it when I was three and four years old watching as a young kid. So I'm in my mid-30s now watching it. Then as a young kid, I was seeing it all the time. So maybe that's all why I became time. a Braves fan. Who knows? All the time. Right. So, But it was definitely um, – that was definitely a good topic to cover here with the um, with the Orioles. But speaking of covering things, man, we do have some breaking news we have to announce right quick. <laughs> And that breaking news is this. Our guys, we know here Mike Bish and Cody Stewart will be here for episode 41 next Monday, August 29th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern here on the Inner Out Sports Debate presented by the Legacy Maker Sports Network and Sertoba Media. That is our guys there, man. They're, they're making their – it'll be a third ever trios edition that we'll have. The first one was Darrell and Jay of the Legacy Makers podcast or one and two of the network. Right. Our second one was our guys, the Undisputed Champions, Corey Mann, as well as P. Alexander Wally. And then we'll have uh, Bish and Stewart. And, you know, maybe sometime we could do the first ever quad with uh, with the wrestling realm. Who knows? Yes, we'll see if we can work this out sometime with everybody's yes, sketches, maybe. We'll I know see those guys, man. I know those guys. Yeah, yeah, we had to talk some smack here in the debate zone, you know, right. bring some stuff up, you know, all wrestling edition or whatnot. That'd be fun. But uh, speaking of keeping the fun going, we're going to go back to some professional wrestling here with round three. Round three. And here with round three, the recent return of Kenny Omega and CM Punk speaks volumes of the desperation AEW feels as a result of the WWE structural adjustment recently. How do you feel about this, my man? Are you in or are you out on this? Oh, I'm in on this one. Oh, for sure. I'm definitely all in on this one because, uh, yeah, they're feeling the pressure. They're feeling the heat big time. All of this stuff going on with Triple H, that 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 dust, he's sprinkling it everywhere right now, and, and he has the game on lock right now. He has the industry locked down right now. So as far as AEW, you have these rumors where CM Punk and uh, and uh, Adam Page, they're they're kind of beefing behind the stage, behind um behind the scenes. You have MJF, you know, he just fell off the face of the earth, you know. So it's like, well. What can you do to bring viewership back to the product? Bring back Kenny Omega. You know, bring back CM Punk. There's another storyline for you. You know, that, that we can finally hash out this uh this uh interim championship uh storyline. That it adds more substance to what you're putting out there as a product. So I mean, yeah, they're definitely feeling the heat. So they had to bring out some some of the big guns that they have left. Remind you, I just said left. Facts. Facts, you know. When it comes to this, I've got to agree on this as well. They are definitely, definitely feeling it, and that's why they've got this. I'm in on this too. To kind of help 
define why we both are in on this, check out this highlight reel of Kenny Omega's return here for round three. And now, he has held, frankly, an unbelievable amount of singles titles. He is a two-time, never-overweight six-man tag team champion and two-time KOD six-man tag team champion. He had the longest reign of 346 days as AEW world champion. He is a PWI top 500 number one ranked wrestler, wrestling observer wrestler of the year, and a sports illustrated wrestler of the year. While he sometimes uses the airport in North Carolina, his only go-to candy bar is always the Charleston Chew. He weighed in at 224 pounds to wrestle in his first match tonight in 277 days. He is Kenny Omega! Warby Rumpton for this huge crowd here in West Virginia for the returning Kenny Omega. Where is he? We haven't seen Omega in, like, forever. Ah! There he is. We have not seen Kenny Omega since full year 2021. Yeah, the bad news is Don Callis is with him. Don Callis on the side is Michael Nakazawa also. Kenny Omega's back! This is massive, guys! The roof nearly came off the Charleston Coliseum for the return of Kenny Omega. Don Callis is joining us here at the announce desk. What a great night, guys. I mean, this is like every special occasion in your life rolled into one. Don, it's great to see you. It's been a long time, my man. Good to see you, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Can you believe what we're seeing? Yes, buddy. Hey, buddy. We go way back. JR, you've seen a lot of history in pro wrestling, but the return of the god of pro wrestling, the greatest AEW champion of all time, it's tonight. This crowd has gone crazy at the return of the amazing Kenny Omega. Deafening in here, guys. Deafening. What a reaction. What a match we have to kick off the AEW World Trios. Championship Tournament, La Faction in Gobernable versus the Elite. Don, welcome to the desk. Happy to be back, and the return of Kenny Omega is exactly what myself and the world has been waiting for. Omega's had uh, allegedly multiple surgery. Allegedly. I was there for all of those surgeries. Okay. Nothing alleged about it. All right, Don, don't get excited now, okay? Take a decaf. Take one of your pills and shut the hell up about that. And with that being said, you know, with Kitty Omega's reaction right there, when it comes to his return there for that trios match. It was definitely a great return. I mean, of course, he definitely made it known there in the uh, in the promo that he is still going to be a bad guy. He is definitely going to still be a heel. Right. Um, the Young Bucks have definitely proven without how they've acted, you know, with the being the elite YouTube videos they have going out there. They are still definitely pricks out there, so they are definitely right. still playing that role <laughs> very, very well. But, you know, when it comes to CM Punk and, and Kenny Omega both coming back, you know, you definitely need to unify this interim championship between him and mox 
I feel like Mox is going to win that match too. Um, I feel like you kind of have to with the way he's done um, with the interim championship, how he fixed himself personally in his personal life uh, with mm -hmm. everything that was going on behind the scenes while he was the champion and what led to his downfall for a little bit, you know, which and he had to build himself up, you know. Luckily, he had a good support system, and he came back just fine. Uh, but with all that being said, he now has the interim championship. It's time to say that he's a two-time AEW champion. And, and uh, maybe CM Punk's um, – his, his wave is – is subsided, you know, with all that being said, uh, with, with, you know, maybe he just needs to build himself back up again because it's like that hype that was there when CM Punk first came in. And <laughs> it was there. And then by the time he gets to the match with, with MJF, it, like it starts culminating and stuff like that right. was where that should have been like a title match. But that it, match was so good, you didn't need to have a title with it as well. So, I mean, it's kind of a catch-22 there. They'll be okay as long as they keep running shows in Chicago every week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. If, if, if they were running shows in Chicago every week, yeah, they would definitely be, be right. good with CM Punk there. But unfortunately, in this game, that that, that won't happen. So they they better um, put the belt on uh, Moxley and uh and try to lock him down soon. Um, they, the word is is that uh that that contract's going to expire soon. So uh, and a lot has happened since he signed uh -huh. that last deal in 2019. He, that he last might be coming home. He might. He might now that the, the tide has shifted structurally and they know what they were missing out on and Trips is running it. Yep. Um, you know, they've, they've got to get that. They've got, We'll save this for another topic at some point. Right. But they got to <laughs> separate those belts from Roman. Um, so that way, they, with all this talent they're bringing in, now that Johnny Gargano's come back, you know, with Raw on yep. Raw last night and yep. all that stuff, you know, they, they've got to – now we're talking about structural sh stuff here with round three. They've got to use this to their advantage. All these pieces are coming back that were not there because of the present the, the previous regime at the top of the head of the table when it comes to the WWE structure. So now they've got a difference maker in there with Triple H and, and the other ones at bay. They need mm -hmm. to take advantage of this and get those other ones that would be jumping ship to AEW if it was different than what it right. is, let's say right. six months previously, if what things were like when Sasha and Naomi left. But right. Now that we've got a bunch of comments here, um, here with the uh, medial mayhem from the fans, man. We got to go back and acknowledge the comments here at the middle of the show. Let's go ahead and check these out right quick and see what we got. To, uh, my bad, wrong. My bad for the technical difficulties, everybody, but we are back here with the comments here in the middle of the show. Starting out with our guy, Darrell Owens, talking about us. Drew and Hugh here at the beginning of the show with the first comment. Thank you there, Darrell. The chosen one. What's up, brother Hugh? Talking hey, what's up, what's up? Beginning of the show. He is actually, um, we'll acknowledge him real quick. He is the only troll that I think is probably ever celebrated. He's the troll that has been of our show probably for the past like 12, 13 episodes. So Ooh. shout out to Chosen One, but he's actually on point. It was time for Vince to step down. I hate that this is happening, but it's Triple H. He's doing amazing. Pretty much he's doing amazing. Like, absolutely. yeah, you're right. Yeah, absolutely right. And with that, we got to acknowledge that with the first rendition of this. <laughs> Right on point, my man. Right yes, on point with that one. But with that, we also got some more comments as well. After Jarrell's comment, we've got him saying this about the Orioles. The Orioles look great, but I know one thing. The Mariners better find their way into the playoffs. I don't care how it happens. Jarrell's a huge Mariners fan. 
Hey. And they've been flirting with him all season. <laughs> all season long. And it's been like 20 years or so since the last time they got in. Man, nobody knows this, but I have three teams. It's the Orioles first, the Mariners, then the Padres. Man, hey, I'm, I've been praying for the Mariners the whole season too. I'm not even gonna lie. Julio, did he did he come or did he come back yet? Or Rodriguez, did he come back yet? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not. I don't recall this that, time. That man, that's a bad man. Yeah, he is. His numbers right now compared to Griffey, and you know Griffey. If anybody knows me, they know that Ken Griffey Jr. is my man. That's my favorite baseball player of all time, and I don't care who you are. No disrespect to anybody. But King Griffey is the greatest athlete ever, ever. You know, so, hey, man, the Mariners got to do something. I don't know what's going on over there. Griffey, make something happen, sir. I know we got you backstage now, but you're in the corporate offices. Make something happen, sir. Did I just hear you say that Ken Griffey Jr.? Ken Griffey Jr., is the greatest of all time. Are you saying greatest Mariner of all time or greatest no, 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 no. athlete of all time or no. greatest baseball player of all time? In, in my crazy head, Ken Griffey Jr. is the greatest athlete of all time. That's that's me. That's just me. Mm. I'm going I'm to make huge... this a soundbite. <laughs> my I'm man, huge... you <laughs> all sports of all, all sports. sports. All sports. I'm a you... Bo Jackson Tecmo Bowl. You're talking about when they were juicing and they were hitting home runs left and right, 73 home runs for Barry Bonds and what Aaron Judge is doing this year. My man, uh, w- w- no, I would say Ken Griffey Jr. did get this far in home runs than Aaron Judge did, but he was not – and he was on pace, I think, to hit 60 and right. kind of run with them in that 98 season. But he never did eclipse 60. He, and Aaron Judge is potentially going to do something this year that Griffey didn't do in a New York City area that's a lot tougher to play than Seattle. Like I said, I'm stubborn. So <laughs> – I'm sticking with my man. That's okay. my man. I, I I love baseball. I'm a baseball fanatic. When I when I played baseball, I was in center field. That's the person I looked up to. So that's where that love comes from. Okay. You know. So like he was the man at that time during the '90s. Please, man, you can you can tell me nothing. I'm Ken Griffey Jr. I want that 24. You know. <laughs> uh, seriously. We're going we're gonna save this sound bite and I'm gonna have to compare it with some other ones. We might have like a best of series or something and throw this up on there because that. People are going to disagree with that, man. Ken Griffey Jr. I would say the smoothest swing of all time would have to go to Ken Griffey Jr. And I'm going to remove this comment right quick (laughs) because there's a certain guy, there's a certain guy who modeled this swing, and he happens to be yours truly. Thank okay. you, Ken Griffey Jr. It wasn't as sweet as yours, but I tried so hard to get a Ken Griffey Jr. like swing when it's I converted over to left-handed hitting. You had the extra torque in, in the hips, you know what I'm saying? All in the hips. That's where it is. That was last summer. Hey. That was last summer at 34 years old, man. I'm proud of that. <laughs> I, I will I, I'm I'm humble with everything else, but with that one at bat, love it. It's great. Hey. And it was on video. So shout out to my niece for right. getting that for me as well. Thank, shout out to my niece for getting that. I appreciate that. Shout out, Nisi. Oh, yeah. She pre- <laughs> she got me straight on that one when it came to that. This one, I miss Vinny Mac already. Huh? What do you mean? Like right. the Attitude Era Vinny Mac come back with Chosen One. Ah. Stay off the weed. Because you're 20 years behind. Hey. Like you're really, like you're this far behind. 
Stay off the weed. If I had to sum it up into two words, chosen one, it would be this. That's terrible. Absolutely, Charles Barkley. Absolutely, that's terrible because he's so far behind. Like, he's been sleeping in a cryogenic chamber for 20 years or just completely taking bong hits for two decades and forgot what was going on. I don't know. Then he wants to throw some hate Come on, on the Orioles. See, here we the go. Orioles are trash. Won't See, we, we were cool at first. You, you showed me love. You know what I'm saying? I showed you love back. Now you want to go in? Okay, okay. And I don't know about you, chosen one. This is what Brother Hugh would do to you if he was right in front of you there. You see, The Rock is going to take his boot. Oh, no. Not the boot. And then The Rock is going to turn it horizontal or sideways just the way you like it or so The Rock has heard. Wait a minute. (laughs) And then, Kurt, in one swift motion, The Rock is going to take his boot and stick it straight up your candy ass! (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You got me crying over here. Oh, Oh, man. It's not done yet. (laughs) See what else he says here. AEW. Well, at least you got something smart coming out. You're loving it. They will win the war. Ooh. You gotta mm. you, you forget, chosen one, how invested this company is. It was mm-hmm. it's they've got so much money. Vince was using the company money to pay off whatever he had going on that came out in the news. So of course they're gonna win the war because they have the money. They don't have money like this. Do you think you're really special because you've cashed in on the services of one Stephanie McMahon Helmsley? A $2, no, 50 cent, no. Buy two, get one free. Does anybody have change for a nickel? Credit. What? Change for a nickel? <laughs> he said, I buy two, get one free. <laughs> Does anybody have change for a nickel? I love it, man. It's, the, it's one of the best. Oh, my gosh. Triple H will do okay, though. At least he gives some acknowledgement there. He gives some acknowledgement. Uh, CM Punk is old news. Definitely. So, um, definitely agrees with that. Long live Kenny, uh, live, long live Vinnie Mac. Um, you know, I guess talking about the, the first topic or whatnot, really loves Vinnie Mac. Kenny Omega is the best wrestler today. What do you think about that? Um, I don't, he's up there. I'm not going to say he's the best, uh, all around. I'm thinking more AJ Styles. I call, I still call him Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan. Mm -hmm. Um, Kenny is definitely in the top five for sure. But yeah, I will go with those I've, two first. Oh, Dolph Ziggler. Come on, man. He's underrated. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler uh, is the man. Ricochet is underrated. Right. Uh, my man Rick. That's how I call him that. My man Rick, Ricochet. Yeah. Um, I feel like he needs to jump up the ladder. There's so many, there's so much talent. Even it Seth is. Rollins, character wise, that's the shirt that I'm wearing right now. Seth freaking Rollins or whatnot. Yes, sir. That's why I'm rocking or, or for whatnot tonight for this episode. But I feel feel like there's some other people that would come to you, chosen one, and say this. You know, liar, liar. Because <laughs> just like we just mentioned of those other wrestlers, Daniel Bryan, our guy Rick, even Ric Flair at 76 years old. No, I can't even say that. He's, no, he's don't, 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 that don't, great. I, 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 I can't, can't go there. <laughs> I was going off the rails a little bit. It would be something like this if you would be thinking if I did that. 
And no, I'm not doing that today. And I promise you that it's more so. <laughs> because we know, even Samuel L. Jackson knows we are speaking this. English, motherfucker, do you speak it? Absolutely, we do. Say what again? Say, Say what again, yeah. Absolutely. The Chosen One, I question you sometimes. But like I said, we're the only show that celebrates trolls. For those of you out there who are watching us live, Please give us a little bit better of a mixture of comments through these last couple of rounds that we have here on the Inner Out Sports Debate. So far, it has been a blast here with my man Hugh Scott. We have got to go to round four. Round four. And here with round four, this is what I like to call the by the numbers segment there, my man. And this is one that I've been doing for quite a few episodes. And since we're in episode 39, Roy Campanella is the greatest athlete to ever wear the number 39. How do you feel about this? Are you in or are you out on this? I'm, I'm in on this one. Hall of Famer, three-time MVP, 11-time All-Star, World Series champion, what? About what two eighty something batting average for a career, over a thousand hits. Come on, man! Like honestly, who else wore number thirty nine and did it that well in any other sport? Only other person I could think of that maybe come close to it is Larry Zonka. He has a a pretty lengthy uh, uh, list of accolades. Also, you know, a Hall of Famer, five time Pro Bowl. Two-time All-Pro, two-time champion, Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, comeback player of the year. Uh, that's the only other person I can really think of at 39. But uh, I still give it to just because of my love for baseball. I'm, I'm biased, yes. I'm going with Roy. I'm going with Campy. Uh, brother Hugh, I disagree. We're disagreeing again. I'm out. <laughs> Look at this. I'm going to even pull the graphic back up one here, my man. Mm -hmm. This picture is so outdated when you think about what has happened since the time that Roy Campanella has played. Another player who is who um, wore the number 39 was Dominic Hasek, an NHL player who was definitely <laughs> big for Dang. NHL. But when you, you right. can't discredit Larry Zonka, my man, a two-time Super Bowl champion. When you think about Larry, we think about Larry Zonka, and then when you think about an eight-time All-Star in Roy Campanella, a World Series no, champion. It's, it's 11 time. It's 11 time. It's an 11 time? 11 time. 11 time? Okay, I don't care how many times. But the fact is he has one World Series. Larry Zonka has two. And there's one thing that Larry Zonka did that Campanella didn't do. What's that? Larry Zonka had a perfect season with the Dolphins he did. as well in 1972. And a game that is really, really hard to barely even get a win in, in some time. Larry Zonka had a perfect season. Roy Campanella didn't have that. He didn't have a perfect Man, it's like season. 17 games. <laughs> yeah, 162 games is tough and back then they played 14 games so i even gotta take a little right, bit less right. credit still went 14 and 0 they still went 17 and 0 tom brady couldn't beat it tom brady no they were 18 and 0 throughout the playoffs so tom brady was 18 and 1 so he couldn't beat it so i gotta give it to larry zonka the dolphins anybody who wore number 39 he was perfect and my man larry hey, was perfect 
I'm not hey, I'm not discrediting him, man. Like, like I said, Larry Zonka was the man. He was definitely. I'm going with, with Campy because, like I said, baseball, that's my favorite sport. And number two, me being an African American, I hate to take it here, but he was part of that large movement. Well, not large at that point in time, but he was a part of that movement to 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 get us into the MLB, to get us into that that baseball league, playing with 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 everybody else. So, like that's that's special to to someone like me. So, it's near and dear to my heart. I'll bend the knee at that. Okay, I'll bend the <laughs> knee at that. However. However, if this was episode 42 and this was a Jackie Robinson discussion and, and about like the impact, Jackie Robinson had more of an impact. And if this was, if he wore 39, if he wore 39 without a shadow of a doubt, I would give it to you if Jackie Robinson wore 39. However, he did not. He was three numbers higher. He was 42, a number that was retired. And that number by Campanella isn't retired, if I remember right. Right. You're right. You're right on that one. My man, right. so there you go. Yeah. Jackie for the win there. But for this one, I've got to give it to Zonka. My man was perfect. Campanella was not. He did contribute, but he wasn't perfect. I cannot bend the knee at that, but I will bend the knee for your argument, though. Hat is off for your <laughs> argument. And you came there with all your cards yeah. out and threw them. But if this was a poker hand, I feel like. I feel like you, you got to give it to Larry. You got I tried to, to get but, you, man. I tried to get you. Hey, fans out there, fans, you can be the tiebreaker here. You'd be, out, you'd be the ones out there who say in the comments what you think. Is it Larry Zonka the best to wear 39, or is it Roy Campanella? All of you out there on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Twitch currently live. Check this out. Give us our answer. What do you think? Especially man. on Twitter, what do you think there for this round four topic? So I thought about this said, one for a while, man. thought about that one for a while, man. It, it was tough. It was, it was definitely tough, man. Um, but speaking of tough rounds, we've gone through four so far. Yes, sir. We do have one more here at the final round. It's going to be another tough one. Final round. And here in the final round, LeBron passing Kareem would not be bigger than capturing ring number five. How do you feel about this, Hugh? Are you in or are you out on this one? I'm out. LeBron already has rings. He, I mean, but he has four rings already. What's the next thing for him to do to cross off the list? To be the greatest scorer of all time? Who else is going to touch that record anytime soon? If I'm LeBron, if I'm anybody, I want that. That's what's going to solidify my name in history no matter what. He's already the chosen one. So what other way to solidify that you're the chosen one by, you know, taking the lead, the score leader title? I mean, um, the, yeah, the score leader title. Yeah. So it's like that's all he really has to do now. I mean, a ring is a ring to me. Like, it is what it is. Some of the greatest players out there, it's like, look, they didn't get a ring, but they're still some of the greatest players out ever in the, in the, in the league, top 50. LeBron, if you really want to, if you really, really, really want to be on top of the hill, go get this scoring title, and you're done. You're solidified. You're better than Jordan. You're better than Kobe. Rest in peace. Bill Russell, rest in peace. Like, Nobody can talk about like you solidified your legacy with this 
going on right now with this title. That's it. Point blank period. I disagree. I'm in. <laughs> Man, come on. You think that if he gets this title yes. of all-time leading scorer in an era when he was playing where it was more pussified than ever, it is he is floppy LeBron. Hugh, they came out with a game over 10 years ago yeah, you that right. mocked Angry Birds called Floppy LeBron <laughs> for a reason. Okay. So when it comes to this, I'll give you the fact that he's going to be the all-time leading scorer, but it's more important for him to get ring number five and ring number six and ring number seven. And I'm going to show you here in a four-minute highlight reel <laughs> LeBron's best actions hey. as a teammate and why he really needs to get ring number five, six, and seven. I don't want to see this, not man. Only, look, look, not, I'm only with, <laughs> not only with – not only with getting the title of score, but he really needs those titles because of this right here. to the question everybody wants to know. LeBron, what's your decision? Um, in this fall, man, this is very tough. Um, in this fall, I'm going to take my talents to South Beach and um, join the Miami Heat. Win championships. Not one. Championships. Not two. LeBron, tell us it's about heavy. that. Not two. Not three. Not four. Not five. Oh. Not six. Not seven. Oh. Hey. There's games. Misses on the first one, much to the delight of the sold-out crowd. It's their first miss. They were nine for nine. Leonard comes in and Green will sit. That they want, they're just not falling through. You had to imagine that it was going to average out. That one will not drop. James wanted a whistle, not getting back on D. Nets with numbers. Russell will pull and hit. Right, now it comes down to whether or not the ball definitely is off LeBron James. All right, as the ball almost came to you. To... Oh, come on. What kind of league are we becoming if that's a flagrant foul? By Chalmers in another three. This was the Miami bench during this last timeout. Chalmers and James still talking about it. And James gets very upset with Chalmers right here and gets in his face. These two have had that kind of relationship. Yes. Chalmers has always been kind of a little brother that they yell at. But you can see the frustration. The quarter break. This was a, a while ago. LeBron and Ty Lue kind of trying to talk it out a little bit. Neither one of them were happy. See what they get. Gallo. 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 
concern right now is LeBron James eventually was carried to the Heat bench. You know, we're trying to get an update as they work on. This is cramps, Mike. They're trying to get him. A the court is now reading above 90 degrees in this building. It is stifling just to sit and watch. Again, fans all game long have been waving their programs, and James can't even put any pressure on it. I can't even imagine what it's like to play in it, let alone just. Durant goes to Kevin Love, pulls up jumper, got it! Kevin Durant with 40! And that's that's a great job by Kevin Love defending Kevin Durant, but I'm not going to give you that. I'm not switching Kevin Love onto Kevin Durant. It's a recipe for disaster. Here's my question, why? This is a fake screen to get you to switch. If you're LeBron James, stay connected to Kevin Durant. This is outstanding defense by Kevin Love, but I'm not going to put him in this situation. I'm going to tell LeBron to defend him because of Kevin Love, as great defense as he plays, he's still... I like Durant. He says, I don't need a screen. Let me play one-on-one -on -one against LeBron. Now Hood picks him up on the switch. Shot clock at five. Kevin Durant way outside. Delivers! And when you put all that in perspective and you think about LeBron and what he really needs, he needs more rings. Yes, he's eventually going to get to this point because he's only like 1,300 points away, if I remember right. He's like, yeah, he's 1,300 points away from achieving this. He's going to get there at some point. He needs success, and the two-year, $100 million extension in, in L.A. might not be helping out their cap space when they're already paying Russell Westbrook $47 million this year, oh along with a healthy $40 million to A.D. as well. Wait, where's my man Melo? Where is he at? Is he still there? He resigned or not? I haven't heard anything about him. So that's that's actually a very good question. We need to find out because that's he was playing very well during uh, the beginning of the season last year when uh, LeBron was out during that injury or whatnot. He was filling in really well. They need mm -hmm. to keep him at a, at a especially at a discounted rate. If they can get him at a discounted Absolutely. rate, they need to keep him. So I'm definitely with you on that. Now I can't be a complete hater. I got to show a few clips of LeBron doing some good stuff. <laughs> Off his head, maybe. Mm -hmm. Lob it up. Oh! LeBron James! A major rack attack! Do I just say that? Being used on the glass. Do you see the reach I'm talking about? That is incredible. Who's but can't finish? But James most certainly can! A reverse flush! I'm not 16 to shoot, lock to LeBron! Out of bounds! Slam it with two! Throw it down! I mean, that pass couldn't have been any better. That that's literally all you get. A few plays. You only get a few plays <laughs> of LeBron. There it is, greatness or whatnot. I'll even acknowledge that part. But speaking of greatness, man, we have had five great rounds here on the Inner Out Sports Debate, man. Yes, We've only sir. got a few things left to acknowledge. But first of all, we got to acknowledge that a man here is finally made into the vault of fame. Acknowledge me. <laughs> That's right. It's time. It is time to acknowledge, to acknowledge that our guy here, Brother Hugh, has finally made it into the Inner Out Sports Debate Vault of Fame. He is now locked in the vault with episode 39. 
here on the Inner Out Sports Debate. Welcome here with episode 39 with all of the other members here. Don't forget, up next, we have episode 40 here with Dwayne Allen, the real Dwayne Allen, as well as the wrestling from the wrestling room as well. And as well as next week announced episode 41 here on the Inner Out Sports Debate on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Now, enough of that, guys. We do have one more thing to get into, and that is the final word here on this episode of Episode 39. And here on the final word of all the things that we've discussed, of all five rounds, of everything we've discussed on this show, or just anything in sports entertainment in general there, Brother Hugh. What are you thinking? What's on your mind? Get it out here with the final. Well, the first thing is uh, I stand by what I said about Ken Griffey. I don't care what y'all say. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, now, nah, with all honesty, first of all, thank you, Drew, for, for having me on the show. But um, I would say wrestling right now is amazing it kind of made me tap into like uh my childhood again so that's why i'm very excited about everything that's going on right now whether it's aew wwe whatever it is it's just it's just amazing to see how much the the industry has changed and honestly how it's kind of taking a step backward is becoming more realistic um in, in certain aspects of uh, a production and whatnot and creativity. But uh, that's all I really have to say as far as um, sports entertainment. Of course, go O's. I got to give another shout-out to my Baltimore Nighthawks. I love you, ladies. Um, What else? Who else? I already said thank you to Drew. Of course, the wrestling realm, you know. They're my guys. They're my guys. That's my brothers. We're going, you're going to hear a little bit more from The Realness, six foot six, the big man, Brother Realness, and the other guy, Mr. Hollywood, BHW. You're going to hear from us a little bit later on. Check Mr. us out. H. I know, right? That's a funny guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but great guy. You got all you guys are great. You know, I, I really appreciate you guys. You know, just like you appreciate me, I appreciate you guys taking the time to be here with me um having some fun definitely had a blast here with episode 39 with brother hugh of the wrestling realm and thank you again for being here but i gotta get into my final word first i gotta throw you some more smoke my man with my (laughs) final word i still cannot believe that you picked the orioles that you think and i even kept the Orioles standings up here again they are 11 games out of al east and when it comes to the standings they're still two and a half games out they got they got Minnesota Twins right there on their heels at a half a game out. You've got to be worried about them. The Twins are playing some good baseball in the, in the month of August. That's I mean, nice. We, we, we handled them I, earlier, though. You, you handled them once or twice, but this is now. You are in the <laughs> moment, so you've got to drink the Kool Aid of it is playoffs or bust when it comes to. There's a third playoff spot with the with the bargaining they did during all the craziness that was going on with the collective bargaining agreement. They got you that third spot now with the AL wild card. Mm-hmm. It's time to take advantage there, Orioles. Is it going to be you? Is it going to be the Twins? Is it going to be the White Sox or the Red Sox? Hey, I'm, sipping, money I'm, here. I'm sipping all of the orange Kool-Aid. 
all of it. I know, and it's good. Orange Kool Aid is good. I'll yeah. give you that. But mine, <laughs> mine's mine's a little bit different. If the, I don't think that uh, the White Sox has a good color, I would say grape. If the White Sox <laughs> could be a color, because you don't want to drink it, that's the, the only other color of Kool Aid that I would compare it to to actually be good. Because you know that there's a, there's like the green one that's eh. like there's right. some other ones that are like they're like I guess the kiwi or whatever. But there's not like one like the color of the White Sox that I think that unless you know. No, no, you got to go with grape. That's the closest one. I'm going with grape Kool Aid. That's what I'm drinking. I'm going with the white sauce. You know, actually, it's purple. It's purple. It's, it's, it's not grape. It's purple. Here we go. I gotta I guess I gotta get. I gotta renew my ghetto pass because mine was pretty pretty accurate. And now, brother, he's told me I gotta update it. He's told me I gotta call it purple drink, purple Kool Aid, not grape Kool Aid. I gotta get with the times, man. That's my final word. With that is giving brother Hugh a little bit more smoke when it comes to the Orioles and the all time leaders. When it comes to LeBron, I'll give you that. With with you know him capturing that is pretty important. More important to getting five. But who knows? Who knows, man? I just feel like with that one highlight clip that I played of LeBron going, not one, not two, not three. That was the ultimate stain on GOAT status. I'm still Jordan. <laughs> I am not right. taking LeBron. I'm I'm still team Jordan all day. Believe that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't I'm not really a fan of LeBron, honestly. Oh my, it... this has been a weight lifted off my shoulders. <laughs> In the words of my man, Brian Snow of Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson, I was going to call you a bronze sexual for your take because <laughs> no, that's what he no. calls LeBron fans. Nah, because buddy. I am not Yo King. I am not a fan of Yo King. I'm no, no. Le Jordan, Le Jordan. Jordan is still on top. All day, so, every day. Yes, sir. All day, every day. Till LeBron has an awesome, comfortable shoe that's $17,000. I'm not taking them. Right. I'm not taking right. them as number one. <laughs> so. But with that, we've that's our final word here on the inner out sports debate. We definitely do need to cover one more thing, and that is the comments from the fans. We got 10 of them here to finish the show. Yeah. Let's go ahead and check this out from our fans, see what they got to say to round out episode 39. And here with the comments, Rick is here. Rick's back. Rick says Zonka. Rick agrees with me. He's saying that Zonka was the best to wear number number 39 of all time. And for that, you get this, Rick. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Rick. Thank you for agreeing. But we also have this one by the chosen one. Can't be by default. So by we, default, we're, we're, we're getting back here, chosen one. We're getting back here. But by default, though? It, it doesn't matter. We agree. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, we got it. Document is right there. Now, look at what he says about this. I'm the chosen one, Ooh. not Brom Braun. Um. Okay. Jabroni. And The Rock says this, Big Show. Did The Rock call you a jabroni? You're damn right he did. He called 20 others a jabroni as well. Shut your mouth and look at The Rock. Read The Rock's lips. Jabroni. J-A-B-R-O-N-I-X-Y-Z-A-B-C. Oh, it doesn't matter how you spell jabroni. 
Exactly, uh, because you know what? <laughs> in here, if he's your king. Oh my gosh. B R O N is in Jabroni. Hands down. Th that is Bronx true. In Jabroni. So that take that, Jabroni. With that being said, let's go back to what Rick has to say. Rick says, Cry Bronny needs to retire or go back to Miami. Hmm. Honestly, I don't even care. <laughs> we, but, we, we really but, don't even care. So with that, we got to go with a rendition of... Damn! At this yeah. point, at this point, he's just waiting for his son to get into the league. So he can play against his son or play with his and, son. No, you know, on the same team as his son. And everybody feels this way about it. Absolutely. Ain't nobody got time for that because nobody cares. But Rick, it's okay. I appreciate your comment. Thank you for joining in here on this episode 39. Zachinator, do you think Drew seeks out black women over Asian? What the hell does that mean? I, hey, hey, I saw that earlier. I was just like, hmm. What's that? What's what that about? Well, I mean, you know, this is a sports podcast. Hit me up personally. We can talk about our, our tastes in women or whatnot, and and uh, we can confirm or deny whatever <laughs> topics there are when it comes to when it comes to this. Uh, LeBron is my king. He acknowledged it right after oh what we gosh. just said. He acknowledged mm -hmm. that LeBron is his king, and for that, we have to go with another rendition of this. Some good shit. Stay off the weed. Absolutely, chosen one. I guess you and Zachinator19 are friends because I don't know what's going on between the, the comments with the women and this with LeBron. I do not know what's going on in your minds right now. Then he says that the chosen one is the best of all time. Oh, he, he, uh, he, he, he challenges us to a tag match. Yeah, he did. I just saw that too. We'll get that here in a second. I think this is Brian H because Brian H usually pops up his uh, his Facebook user. So shout out to Brian H who's <laughs> popping up his Facebook user because that's what happened last time he, he uh, commented. My guys, Drew is the man. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you for the comments. I appreciate the love here on my show. Thank you. I'm not a jabroni, says the chosen one. Well, yes, today you are with some of the comments <laughs> that you've got there, Mr. Captain Troll. I challenge you two to a tag team match. You two versus me and my bro. I got Brother Hugh any day of the, the week. got the strap right there. You see it in he the back? got the straps. Right and there. I forgot to grab him before the show, but I'll make sure I have it for Hugh in this next show. I got my world championship belt. I'll grab that for episode 40 here in a little bit. But yeah, I I accept that challenge. And with that, we got one more last slide from The Rock. And The Rock is going to make it very simple. No convoluted plans. No twists, no turns, no plots. And it goes like this. Here's the WWF tag team title. Here's the door. Here's the ceiling. Here's the floor. Here's a man with no testicles. And here's the rock. And here's the people's eyebrow. Here's the people's elbow. And here's the rock's boot. Which means he's got to take it and whip both your candy all over Charlotte. Absolutely. The rock was Absolutely. something else, man. 
And I wish The Rock would be our manager during that match, too. Me and Brother Hugh would whoop <laughs> your candy ass all over Chicago, Charlotte, wherever we have to go. But, man, with the comments that we have one more, the Chosen One says, a great episode, guys, and he's laughing. We had him laughing here at the end. You had us laughing there, too, Captain Troll. We appreciate the you, The only man. show that celebrates trolls during a live stream. But, <laughs> but you know, we, we love it here. We love to have fun here in the Inner Out Sports Debate. Got to give another shout-out to Brother Hugh for joining us here for episode 39. There's only one more thing we have left to do here on this episode. Let's look at one badass outro. You guys stay safe out there in these streets. We'll see you here in a little bit for episode 40 with the real Dwayne Allen. Thank you again. (laughs) 